morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Thank you for getting your day started by listening to the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. I'm hosting today and with me live on Twitter spaces, the one, the only, the powerful Sir Elton Jones. Elton, how we rocking, brother? Bo, I love the intro. You made me sound like the newest member of the Kingsman service. It's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, no cafe. I know you don't hear a lot of action in the background. It's very cool around my area. Very chill. South Ozone Park is very quiet today, but me and Bo, we're going to bring that energy. We're going to be loud as hell. You're going to love it. No doubt about it. If there's one thing you can bank on, it's me screaming into a microphone. So uh, we will continue on with the show. Today is Thursday, July 7th, 2022. On July 7th in 2017, Spider-Man Homecoming released in theaters. Elton, when I think about this movie, there's one scene I think about above all the rest of them, and it is when Peter Parker shows up to his prom date's doorstep, and it is Michael Keaton's vulture who is the one who answers the door. You have the great tension buildup. Then they've got the father-son talk happening in the car. You know, it it takes a little bit for Michael Keaton to figure out that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, but he does do so, and it leads to uh, some really good tension. The one thing I love about that movie the most is like, from the very beginning of the movie, you see what happened to Michael Keaton and all of his workers, and you're like, yeah, he should totally be a villain and just F everything up. He has every reason to. And it's like, you get to the end with the whole, like, the the cargo plane scene, beautifully shot, by the way, and you just feel for Michael Keaton, like, damn, bro, the man was just trying to take care of his family, things went left, and he was forced to, you know, do some illegal means to keep everything up, and... One of the best villains I've ever seen in an MCU movie. Michael Keaton made that movie, in my opinion. It's a solid 6 out of 10 for me, but I'd even go so far to give it a 7 out of 10 because of Michael Keaton's role all by itself. I will say one thing I really like about it, like in terms of an origin story, you have all these origin superhero movies that are about creating a suit or creating this persona of who you're going to be. Well, this movie does the exact opposite. Oh, this is Spider-Man, but let's see what he's what he is without the suit, right? Like every other origin story is adding in the suit for play, whereas this one is more about like, oh, let's let's take the suit away and let's see who Peter Parker's all about. Um, and that's the lesson that Tony Stark gives him. I, I love that. I love that concept. And and I enjoy that movie quite a bit. I want to say we are live on Twitter spaces right now. So thank you to everyone for listening. Specifically, I want to say thank you to Hemp Hefner, who's got a great name. Charlie wanted me to shout him out live on air. So that is what we are going to be doing. Hemp Hefner was in the building. Thank you for listening. Elton, we will start over in gaming. You're up, brother. Gaming. Man, like, both. I'm a huge God of War fan. So when I woke up this morning, it was just pretty much, oh, happy day, bruh, bruh. So me and everyone else that randomly screams, boy, every morning, I've been waiting with bated breath for news on the next God of War's release date. So my mood immediately went up by a million when I woke up this morning and saw a tweet from the official Sony PlayStation account that finally confirmed its launch date. So God of War Ragnarok is set to drop on November 9th. Not next year or the year after that. This year. Thank God. And just like all the major games that have a ton of hype built behind them, the latest God of War game will be coming in a bunch of special editions. So we have the launch standard 
Digital Deluxe, Collectors, and this is the biggest one, the Jotnar Edition. So that Jotnar Edition looks so crazy. It comes with like a 7-inch vinyl record with songs from the game, of course. The Falcon, Bear, and Wolf pin set. The legendary Drop Near Ring. And even a 16-inch replica of Thor's hammer, Jolnir. Oh, I pronounced that right. Oh, cool, sweet. I'm hoping in the game... You're gonna fight you're gonna fight uh Thor. Like it's, it's obvious, but this is like the the accurate version of Thor where it's like he's heavy set and slovenly mustached and he has his hammer. I just know if we body him, we get to go go crazy with Kratos with you know Thor's hammer in hand. Uh the possibilities are endless at this point. I can't wait for God of War Ragnarok. Ellen, speaking of Ragnarok, we should say, and speaking of Thor, uh Thor, Love and Thunder is hitting theaters today. Uh, for everyone, you know, you can go catch it Thursday night if you're lucky. I would imagine tickets are sold out. I will be going on Tuesday to go see the new Thor movie, and I'm I'm awfully excited for it. What else we got over in uh, gaming? I think we got one more story. Yeah, I gotta bring it. I gotta bring the mood down a little bit. So, sadly, we gotta go from happy gaming news to some very depressing gaming news. So, Square Enix's upcoming open world action RPG is called For Spoken. Right? It stars this girl that's like a fish out of water. She gets transported from her home of New York into this mystical land and she's forced to confront all these witches and she gains magical powers herself it looks cool very cool concept when you hear about it so this game was originally set for release on october 11th but now it's been delayed again now it's set for release on january 24th 2023 so again i hopped on twitter this morning saw the sony tweet about god of war was happy then saw this tweet from the official square enix twitter account and notified everyone and released the following statement to explain his reasoning behind the unfortunate delay as a result of ongoing discussions with key partners, we have made the strategic decision to move the launch date of Forspoken to January 24th, 2023. All game elements are now complete and development is in its final policing phase. That's good to hear. And I'll admit to that. Now, I'm pretty excited for this game, but I can't front. The gameplay footage that's been released thus far didn't look so hot from a technical perspective. Like it looked kind of choppy and looked like the game was having a hard time keeping up with all the magical sprites on screen and just the frames were kind of dropping but I'm, I'm i'm still hopeful about it here's hoping all the extra development time helps for spoken run way better and look a lot more impressive in action this could be a big game but the extra time needed for it make it make it an even better game so we'll see what happens bo i know stranger things is on the tip of everybody's tongue right now it's the center of attention let's talk about it Dog, it's crazy. This is the the second most viewed like TV show in history. Season four of Stranger Things is going absolutely crazy. And now we got more news on Stranger Things, and that is a Stranger Things spinoff and stage play are on the way. And I know you feel some type of way about this, so I, I am excited to discuss it. But <laughs> creators Matt and Ross Duffer have unveiled plans for a spinoff series of Stranger Things once the massively popular series wraps up next year or excuse me that's in 2024 um, the new project which has an unknown plot right now is part of the five project deal the brothers signed with Netflix the deal also includes a stage play set in the world of Stranger Things the projects will be produced by the aptly named Upside Down Pictures the Duffs, uh, the Duffers newly launched production company the stage play is set within the world and mythology of the show and then that's going to be produced by Sonia Friedman uh, Stephen Daldry and he did The Crown Billy Elliot The Reader and Netflix so no release date no cast no production schedule has been announced but we do know that we are getting some more Stranger Things content along the way and I know a lot of people are going to be very excited about it so let's head on over here in football Baker Mayfield is headed to the Carolina Panthers 
Sports. We have a new quarterback in Carolina, and they are grabbing Baker Mayfield. Uh, the Browns are going to send over Baker Mayfield, and they're going to get in return a 2024 conditional fifth-round pick. Uh, the deal is not official-official because he still has to do a physical, but they split the financials to make this happen, and this is a good move for Baker, right? Just get out of Cleveland. This is a bad organization. Good for the guy to just get out of town and, and start fresh. And then Elton, this is a story I want I want to hear your reaction to this because maybe you don't find it as impressive as I do, but I think this is wildly interesting. So July 4th was on Monday, right? The Nationals and the Miami Marlins are playing in a game on Monday. Um Ted Barrett is the umpire that day. Ted Barrett of the 122 pitches that he had to call a ball or a strike he correctly called 121 out of 122 pitches damn so i'm guessing he's gonna like predict the next president uh the next war just everything's gonna be right according to that guy right so he there were 85 called balls and None of them were strike. He, he correctly called every single ball. One of the 37 called strikes were true balls. That is the one pitch that he missed. It is the 99 percentile in terms of accuracy. It is the 98 percentile in terms of overall consistency. And this is one of the best uh, umpiring performances we've seen all year. I'm always the guy that's hating on umpires saying we need robot umpires. So <laughs> I needed to make sure I showed love to the few that were getting the job done. And th- this is remarkable in my opinion. The bowl gives umpires one compliment per year. <laughs> that's as far as he goes. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Elton, our last sports story of the day is a Wimbledon update. And oh my God, was the action fantastic on Wednesday morning. We got exactly what we wanted on Wednesday for us tennis fans. And I think I explained it to y'all, but I'm just getting into it more and more and I'm playing more and more. It has been a joy. It's just been a joy to watch. It's been a joy to play. Wimbledon's been fantastic. And Rafa Nadal, who won the Australian Open to start the 2022 season. He then won Roland Garros, the French Open, in the 2022 season. Now, he's going for his third major in a row. If he was to win all four, it would be a calendar grand slam. Uh, In his way, though, Taylor Fritz, young American from San Diego, California, and... Rafa Nadal would go down, I believe, two sets to one early on. But what do we know? Even with an ab injury, he strained like a muscle in his abs or he hurt his ribs in some variety. Rafa's dinged up. He's barely able to move. He's hobbling around. He had to take a medical timeout. Even with all of that said, down to one, Rafa would come back to win it three, two, Oh my God, what a match. It was pure Rafa. It was pure just fight, grit, hustle, determination, everything that you want out of Rafa Nadal. He brought it on the other side of the uh, the quarterfinals. Nick Kyrgios would move on just cruising. Looks fantastic. This is maybe the best I've ever seen the guy play. His head seems to be on straight. He seems focused, determined. And when it comes to the skills, Nick Kyrgios, there's really no one that can compete with his talent ability will now on Friday, we will get the matchup that so many people have been waiting to see. Rafa Nadal 
Nick Kyrgios, right? This is going to be incredible. I'm loving it. And I am awfully excited for Friday at Wimbledon. Uh, that is it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. That's where you go. You become part of the family. That's where you go get tatted up and it says 137 across the chest. Uh, and that's where you go to give us some input, what you want to hear, comments, complaints, concerns. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.